What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, as usual, welcome back. You know the rules, you know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know what it is that we're here to do. But if this is your first time joining us, also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Also to help destigmatize the conversation around our mental health struggles and to encourage you to talk openly and honestly about what's going on in your life within your life. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, last week on the show, I talked about my traveling um, and sort of settling back in. And, you know, it's as good of a time as I had being in sort of the Detroit area as well as uh, Chicago for a few days. I was so glad and so thrilled uh, to be back at home base after uh, a week away. And it's not like I don't like going places. Uh, Once I'm there... Everything is fine. But what I found the last few times I've gone elsewhere is that my travel anxiety is so exponentially greater than at any point ever in my entire life. And, uh, and it's so stressful, and I fucking hate it. And it really, it really infringes upon me trying to have a good time while I'm gone. Uh, you know, I, I used to get slightly nervous um, about flying before, uh, because, you know, there's still the prospect of fucking dying up there. Uh, as slim as it is, it's still there, right? And so in the back of your head, like, it's a little tiny bit. And uh, there are things that I try to do to just get them out of my head, right? I don't sit by the fucking window anymore. I sit by the aisle so I can't see what's going on outside the fucking plane, uh, put my headphones on, get some music going, try to fall asleep as best as I can so that the flight feels a million times shorter than it ever is. Even the flight could be fucking 20 minutes long. I'm trying to make it as short as I possibly can in the amount of time that I'm up there. But what I found, especially in, in traveling, uh, on this, on this particular trip was uh, so much of it is is built around a lack of control over my environment. And uh, a great amount of that stems uh, from my gut issues and sort of the the GI condition that I deal with. Uh, look, I do everything that I'm supposed to do right now uh as best as i possibly can to 
make it as manageable as possible. And, and namely, that means I take my medication on a daily basis without fail. I'm really good at it. Uh, and I'm really good about it because I know that it helps. Uh, but but the problem is, is that when I travel, the stress of traveling is it doesn't do me any fucking favors. Okay. And on top of that, when, when it came to this particular trip, um, my stomach was fucked. All right. Uh, I had a, a, to have a root canal done. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting in the process of getting a, a crown put in for this cracked tooth that I had. And, uh, and what they did in the first wave is they gave me antibiotics. They gave me just some some penicillin to to deal with an infection that I had, like up in my gums and stuff. Uh, so now this time around, they gave me another antibiotic that is, I won't say stronger, it just operates differently. And when I explained to my wife, like, what the situation was, my wife, being a medical professional, is like, oh, they gave you that one? Yeah, that's the one that nobody likes and everybody complains about because it, like, fucks up your stomach. Yippee for me, right? So given my situation already, to add in a new wrinkle of, like fucking with my stomach and having there be nothing I can do about it. Uh, that sends me into a situation of great worry and extremely high anxiety when I'm traveling. Because when I'm traveling as it is already, look, when I'm feeling fine, when I'm feeling good, when there's not an issue, when there's not like a flare up, when there's like, when I'm, when I'm, physically and mentally good I don't ever think about what's going on right uh, you know it's it's as normal as it is for me right uh, and so it's not as much of a concern as as possible plus right I already have uh, I already have a good good set of boundaries for me to be able to put up when necessary, right? So, you know, if you follow, I, I sort of subscribe to the spoon theory for for anybody who's who doesn't know what it is, you can absolutely look it up. But the concept behind the spoon theory is that on a daily basis, you have X amount of spoons. And every time you do something, you got to give a spoon away, Right? And eventually you just run out of spoons and you don't have any fucking spoons to give away. And like that's your day is spent. And some days you feel like you have more spoons and some days you feel like you have less spoons, right? Some days you, you, you're, you're a bit more, you can serve your spoons a little bit more for the shit that you actually need to do or that you can draw up the energy or whatever for yourself, right? Uh, when I'm at home base, right? Uh, my, my spoon count doesn't have to be so great because 
you know, if I got to make like a trip to fucking Target or something and I just don't feel like it or I'm not feeling good enough to go, I just don't fucking go that day. I go another day. But when you're traveling and I'm on a finite amount of time and I got a schedule and there's appointments and right. And we're trying to, I got flights to make, right. We're trying to travel and shit like that. And, you know, get to certain places in certain time and make the most of the experience. Um, you know, that, that really takes a, a, a toll on my fucking spoonage <laughs> and, um, and it becomes rough because a lot of it, a lot of it that I have found, as I, as I said a little bit earlier, is, is built into uh, having a lack of control, right? So for me, you know, uh, awareness of the bathroom is key for me, right? For certain people, when they go places, it's like awareness of the exit. For me, it's awareness of the bathroom. Because I don't know when my body may call upon itself to have to fucking go there and use it. And not all bathrooms are fucking created equal. Some of them, ha some bathrooms have just like that one room that allows one fucking person in there. And so if somebody's in there and they're taking their sweet ass time and you really got to go and you're on the outside, you know, it's fucking stressful. It's stressful. You gotta hold it. Wait till you can get in there. It's not fucking good when you're already worried that you're not gonna fucking be able to get in there in time. Which is like the constant worry. Because uh, I, I, the idea of shitting my pants is not fucking top of the list. So when I'm out in fucking public or amongst uh, others who don't live in my household and fucking get it, right? It's, 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 it's the risk of and worry of public embarrassment that I'm really trying to fucking actively avoid at all costs. And so to have things out of your control in those situations is uh, fucking the worst and just sends my, my anxiety during traveling like through the fucking roof. Because, look, let, let's just take flying, for example, right? I got to get, first I got to get to the airport, all right? If I'm driving, so be it. There's a certain level of control I have with my foot on the fucking gas and the, and the wheel in my hands, right? If an emergency comes upon me or like I feel like things are... Trending in the wrong direction, right? I have the power within me to, to fucking find a rest stop, to get off the road, to figure out a, a to figure out a plan. Right? It's in it's in my hands to do that. An active participant in my own fate. Uh when you're traveling and relying on others, I don't fucking have it. So if I'm not driving to the airport, in this case. Let's let's just talk flying out, right? I've got to go to the airport. So now i got to call a car, all right? We're having an early flight. Mornings are not the best for me. I'm trying to, you know, get myself in a situation where I'm good to go. But once again, got a flight to make. I'm on fucking... i I, I got a schedule i got to keep to. Not a lot of room for variation, right? 
So now, boom, in my head, that's that's a warrior. That's a stress point. I know the airport's like 20 minutes away. So I'm in a car that I'm not driving for 20 minutes with like just my mind worrying about my fucking bowels. Not not a not a great place to mentally be at like fucking 6:15 in the morning. So now you get to the airport. Now you got to worry is there a line at fucking TSA? Because if there is, once again, worry about getting through there as quickly as possible. Because once again, really, really for me, it's just accessibility to a bathroom. Even if I don't need it, it's just the knowledge of where it is, how far away is it, how quickly can I get there if necessary, will there be enough facilities available for me to use at a moment's notice. Because in my fucking house, I have that. Out in the world, not quite. So now, even when you get into the... When, once I get into the terminal, I'm fine. Right? Because if I need to go, I can. If I need to use it, I can. Like, I got. I have an outlet there. I got a safety net. Of some some sort. Until I have to board the fucking plane. And you may say, but Billy, there is a bathroom on the plane. Some planes have multiple bathrooms. And you would be correct. Except. Once you step foot. Onto that plane. There's a window of time with zero access to a bathroom. Once they close that cabin fucking door, and we got to prepare for takeoff, from the time that door closes until we are somewhat arbitrarily safely in the air and the ding hits turning off the seatbelt sign I'm trapped in this fucking chair without access to a bathroom so I have to sit there with headphones on and basically fucking meditate that everything's gonna be okay and try to calm down my stress and my, and my anxiety levels. Because the higher they go, the more negative effect they have on my physical ailment. Right? There is a mind-gut connection. And when your mind is fucking stressed out, that fucks with your downstairs. And we're also throwing in the wild card variable of me on these antibiotics that are fucking with my stomach and making it even more unpredictable than it has been in the past. It's not a fucking great time. 
you know, once we get there, it's a little bit easier, right? I've taken other precautions to make sure I'm good to go. I got a fucking travel bidet that comes with me now. Not everywhere. Not like it's in my pocket, but like for the hotel when I'm staying someplace. I have I have this. I got this helper here, right? That that makes me a little less worrisome. But usually the 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 travel days, right? The days of of going and going to and, and coming back from uh, those are typically the most stressful fucking days. And sometimes they can really have effect on that very next day or that day before because I'm already anticipating the worry and concern that I'm gonna have with the fucking travel that's still on the horizon. And so it sucks for me because I'm 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 trying to hold on to spoons for fucking it being necessary. But I feel like those days my my spoonage is is super limited for me to do shit. Which you know then makes the adds more stress to the travel because you want to make the most out of your trip. I don't want to spend my trip fucking just hanging out in somebody's house and shit and missing out on on the stuff right because at that point then what's the point of taking the fucking trip and so when we were in ann arbor uh you know as i talked about last um last week you know that 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 like first day of kind of getting there was a little bit rough because i you know i just have i have worry getting around when, when I'm not in control of, of the circumstances. I'm not driving. I'm not doing the flying for good fucking reason, right? But all these things where I'm taking control out of my hands just, just makes me more concerned and fucking worried. And so it was, it was a little bit of a rough start to the trip because it's, it's, it's trying to get back to like a center. It's trying to get back to a center. And when your body and your fucking own biology is all sorts of out of whack. And that's having a negative effect on your experience. It's tough to get back to a center. Because now it's both physical and it's mental. And it's a fucking vicious cycle where one is feeding the other constantly. And I can't get off the hamster wheel. And it's just, it's just tough. It's tough. It's tough to make the schedule. It's tough to live by a schedule. To know there's certain times I got to do certain things. It's, it's, it's really fucking tough because sometimes your body cooperates and sometimes it doesn't. And it's fucking, it, when it doesn't, it just makes it worse. It makes it feel worse. You know, and my, and my wife is a fucking angel and she really does want to try and help me. Uh, in it, but uh, you know, there are certain times where I, I think she doesn't doesn't fully grasp, you know, like 
the days that are difficult where like there is no saving it. There is no making it better. It's just I gotta fucking ride this thing until the until I feel better. I gotta ride it till the end. When when feeling better just naturally fucking happens. And so we when we were leaving Ann Arbor, the plan after that was to go to Chicago. Uh, we were seeing a friend who we hadn't seen in, in years. Uh, you know, had a baby during the pandemic, uh, which which we never had a chance to meet yet, and, and just to be able to see him and hang out and spend time. And I and and we'd never been to Chicago before, right? So first we got to we we're catching a ride, catching a ride with people from our group. Friends Frank and Andrea are giving us a lift because they live in the area. And it's like a it's like a three and a half to four hour ride. But I'm not driving. And so in the back of my mind, uh I am freaking the fuck out. And now look, a good portion of of uh, the weekend was spent talking about bidets. <laughs> uh, when you get older, apparently, uh, you no longer start telling stories about like the days when you were drunk and foolish and doing dumb shit. Instead, it's all about like memorable trips to the fucking bathroom and. Uh, And the best bathroom hardware that's out there and how bidets will change your life, which they will, which they will. But it's just, it's, it's a different, it's a different experience when you get old. I, I, if you would have told me when I was 20 that like almost 25 years from that day, I'd be having a, a weekend long discussion about the benefits of a bidet. Uh, I would have looked at you like you had 12 fucking heads. But here I was in 2023 and it was fucking happening. So look, I, I look, I think Frank would get it. I think Frank listens to this podcast actually too. So if you do, hey Frank, what's going on? Uh but I think um you know Frank is up to speed on 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 my struggle. So you know, I think he understands to a to a degree, right? At the same time, I don't want to be caught unaware and like frantically begging Frank to pull over because I got to take a shit in a plastic bag in the backseat of his car. Right. And uh, and while that seems extreme and graphic. Could be a very real possibility if things don't break right for me uh, on a on a given day. And so, look, the morning that we're driving out, I got anxiety because I got to get in this fucking car for four hours that I'm not driving. And I already know that my stomach is still a little bit affected from these fucking antibiotics that I've been taking. And it's earlier in the day. So, like, that's typically not my best fucking time anyway. Right? But they're helping us out. They're doing us a favor. They're coming through. They're doing us a solid. And I got to worry... I'm more, I'm just worried, right? 
Then there's also just the part of everybody's fucking waiting on me. Right? With all these situations, anytime I got to leave, if, if, if something hits, if an urge hits, if an immediacy hits, right? I get a bad feeling. I got, I got, I got a, a, a worry or concern that's fucking, you know, making me uh, tense and, and tightened up and stuff. You know, I got to ask people to, to wait for me, which is not fucking ideal. Because I know that they're annoyed slightly, even though it's nobody's fault. It's natural for them to be annoyed. I can't be mad at them being fucking annoyed, right? That this is slightly inconvenient. It's fucking inconvenient for me too. I already know. I'm living it. And now you're having to live and endure my fucking inconvenience. You know, which then makes me feel bad, right? I feel like a fucking burden on people. I'm inconveniencing others. It's not fucking great. And while I understand, like, I know that if I lay it all out for them, they'll understand. But, like, that's also a lot to have to put on the on, on anybody's plate, including my own, so that they can understand better. It just sucks. It's just a sucky, shitty situation. And they don't like it. But, like... You know, they, they're not telling you that they feel annoyed, but, like, you can pick up the fucking vibes and you just, you know, I just feel bad then that because I'm fucking... This thing that I can't control is having a negative effect and now inconveniencing others and they're fucking annoyed with me even though it's nobody's fault, but, like, I'm at the center of it, so fucking I gotta blame me. Which doesn't help the whole fucking thing either. But regardless, you know, everybody was patient with me, so I'm thankful for that. And nothing, no, no car emergencies or anything, uh, anything else. So, you know, I was able to sort of uh, get through. Like, when I'm in the moment and I'm doing other things, it's easy for me to sort of like, I'm not going to say forget about it, but like my mind is, is occupied doing something else enjoying something else talking about something else like it's just busy that doesn't have time to be like oh how does your fucking gut feel right so so it's 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 trying to get into those places to avoid the anxiety but you know that the anxiety is ever present because i've been in situations before where you know emergencies came up and I fucking had to act fast. And, uh, so it's not like the anxiety's fucking coming out of nowhere. I have evidence, evidence in my life that says, Hey, these are real possibilities. Make sure you're fucking alert and aware. And so when you're alert and aware on those fronts, it's hard to not be fucking anxious. So thanks to Frank and Andrea for being patient. <laughs> and as uh, as I deal with my shit, literally and figuratively. Right, but so then we get to Chicago and we get to our friend Marcus's house. And that's just a, that's another, a, another thing because I'm not, I'm not on home turf. 
And we're only there for a, a, a finite amount of days. So, uh, so you know, you want to make the most of it. But the first day we got there, like when we first came in, we came in a little bit late. Everything was fine. Uh, you know, I, I was I was happy to be out of the fucking car and uh, and be able to sort of just like just just set my tent up, so to speak, right? But day two, I just did not feel good at all. Um, and so when when my wife went out for like lunch, when everybody went out for lunch, I stayed back because I just I did not feel good. I didn't have any fucking spoons to spare for that. And I knew that it was really important for me to, to set up a boundary so that I didn't make my situation fucking worse. But the last day we were there, I still hadn't really done anything in fucking Chicago. And so now the plan was, was for everybody to sort of take a half day of work, which I was willing to do anyway, and head into Chicago and do some stuff. Namely, see this, see the fucking bean. It's called the cloud gate, but it's the fucking bean. Right? That's your proof that you have been to Chicago. I'm sure there's other things, but like that's, for some reason, a picture with the fucking bean, that's like... The concrete evidence we all need to say, hey, oh, you were at Chicago to see the fucking bean? No, you didn't really fucking go to Chicago then. But it's the last day, so the plan is to go out. Now, the day before, we decided to do some eating. So for lunch, I had a Chicago staple Italian beef sandwich. For dinner, we had some pizza. I didn't have that fucking deep dish sauce casserole, okay? But I did have a really good thin crust Chicago pizza. Loaded with fucking cheese, though. And uh, me and Dairy are just not, it's not, we're not friends at this point. It's not, it's not good for me to consume uh, heavy amounts of fucking dairy. I mean, I can, but I'm going to pay a price for it. Okay. So just know I had a heavy amount of cheese on this fucking Chicago style pizza. And I had an Italian beef sandwich earlier in the day, which means that, uh, the next day, uh, my insides are not fucking operating great. And this is the day that we're going to venture out into fucking Chicago. Now, I know that I shouldn't fucking go. I know that I should just put these fucking spoons I have away and set some boundaries because going out there is not fucking ideal. But this is also the last day I'm in Chicago and I haven't done sh shit in Chicago at all. So I decided to push past and fucking go. And, you know, 
Now the fucking travel anxiety is back up again. Because I know already that I don't feel good and I'm in a strange area that I don't fucking know where anything is, where access to anything is, what I'm going to do if anything comes up and I'm not driving so I'm out of that fucking control again. It is a perfect storm of fucking awful in my mind. But we made it through. And then even when the day was over and I thought we're going back to fucking home. I'd forgotten that my wife made plans to meet up with somebody for fucking dinner. And I had to sit there with my glass of water while everybody consumed large amounts of fucking cheese. And like I just had no energy. Because I think on that day I also didn't eat very much. Because I already knew that my stomach was not fucking cooperating very well. So why feed the beasts? I don't like fucking traveling at this point. And unfortunately traveling is necessary for me to fucking go anywhere. And so it's just, it's just, it's just a terrible fucking equation. And I know my wife wants to travel a lot. And I want to go with her. I mean, traveling is more important to my wife than it is to me. But I also want to be able to share a lot of these experiences with her. And not just sit at fucking home. And live life, you know, through other people's pictures and shit. But to do so, it comes at a price for me. And it comes with an extreme amount of fucking anxiety that kicks in anytime there's travel plans on the fucking horizon. I'm supposed to go on a cruise sometime later this summer. Knowing how the the Detroit-Chicago trip went, silently freaking out about it a little bit. Because I don't know... Uh, what things are like over in Europe, but I'm pretty sure that they don't have bathrooms all over the place. You know, like at the fucking Coliseum or wherever it is that we're going to do all our touristy sightseeing. When we're there. I mean, hell, I'm supposed to go take my daughter to a concert in a couple weeks that is a, a several hour drive away in... Uh, going in the car and driving for that many hours uh, is even though I have the control of being at behind the wheel still to a certain degree is freaking me out a little bit because once again what if there's an emergency you know I'm, I'm, I'm trying real real hard not to put my kids in a situation where like they got a witness the, the, their dad at like the lowest fucking point. Traveling fucking sucks, man. Wish we had instant teleportation. Fucking take this shit right off, right off my plate, right off of my fucking worry chart or whatever the fuck you want to call it.
I mean, I keep making it out okay on the other side, but I got to tell you, the stress that uh, that my mind endures um, in the moment is fucking brutal. It's fucking horrible, and I hate it, and I don't wish it upon anybody. So, look, I thank everybody who I do travel with who has some degree of patience for... Uh, any of the wrinkles that, that get thrown up in the fucking mix. I really appreciate any, any level of understanding that you may have for, for what it is that I'm dealing with. And, uh, and you know, I just, I gotta try and give myself more grace in these scenarios because I'm really, I'm really, I'm really wreaking havoc on my fucking self. And, uh, and I don't think it's helping matters, uh, any when it comes to these situations. But, but, you know, I don't know any other way around it. I can't fucking help it because it's, it's, it's legitimate. They're legitimate concerns and worries. They're not like fucking irrational or far-fetched. They are like real, real possibilities um, with a, with a decent enough likelihood of fucking happening. And so, um, yeah, this is fuck travel and, uh, this travel anxiety fucking sucks. So, all right, I guess I'm just going to leave it there and call time. Uh, thanks. Thanks for coming aboard this week on this fucking experience with me. Um, you know, I, I, I know I'm not the only one who gets, who gets nervous and anxious about traveling. I just have a different set of circumstances that feed it. So, um, I don't know how we fucking get out from this. Uh, I try to try to self-medicate a little bit to <laughs> take the edge off of the fucking traveling, but it's real, real hard when, when when those worries come come rushing from the back of your mind right up to the fucking front about how, how things are going to go uh, wrong, uh, very, very wrong for you uh, if, if you're not, if you're not alert and aware. So, so I guess, I don't know, for all of us with a certain degree of travel anxiety, uh, fuck that and... Um, just keep doing the best you can because uh, otherwise we're going to be stuck in the same places that we're in uh, forever and I don't I don't know that that's I don't know that that's the answer either so we gotta have some experiences that we're willing to, to not that we're willing to that we're able to enjoy and uh yeah it's just it's just a matter of getting there so, all right, let's close out the show and get and get out of here, I guess. Um, follow me on the socials if you want to. Uh, on Twitter, it's at InfamousKid. Uh, Instagram, at TheMrDonnelly. Make sure you subscribe, follow, uh, track, whatever the fuck vernacular exists for, uh, for keeping tabs with the podcast. It just makes it easier. So that when new episodes get getting all quickly dropped, they're just there for your listening convenience whenever it is that you get you get to it. So 
subscribe, follow, whatever it is. Just push the button. You'll be good to go. Um, again, and finally, if you, if you find yourself in a dark place or in crisis mode and you really need some help, whether it's yourself, family member, loved one, friend, whoever it is, uh, the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline exists for those very moments. That's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255, or you can very simply just dial 988. Uh, those three digits will connect you to a crisis counselor uh, who's available 24-7, and they'll help work through whatever it is that you really are having a, a difficulty with at that at that time. So the resource is there. If you need it, please use it. That's why it exists. Once again, that's the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or 988. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'll see you back here next week as usual. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. kind of just happens. Mm-hmm.